When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Yes, it was Halloween. I don't know, Anna, how I managed to get through the entire day only eating one candy bar. Is that it? Well, hold on now. You also had an Oreo pie. That's true. That's true. I did. And two bowls of chili. Yeah. We did our show live at my neighbor's house yesterday in his front yard. And uh, James Hatmaker and his wife. Kiria. Kiria. They were very, very hospitable. And they uh, they kept offering things to us. I had two bowls of chili. That they made. That they they, made. Yeah. Homemade chili. And then... um, Oreo, Oreo pie that, that they brought they made, out too. Yeah. It was really good. So you're right. I think I probably would have had more candy. If it weren't that. for that pie. That pie was so good. I had more than one candy bar. That's for sure. Uh, we had hot cocoa. It was really nice. And you know what else? Yesterday was my first time ever passing out mm. candy to trick-or-treaters. Because last year, so I didn't celebrate Halloween when I was a kid. My parents, it was just, it was a personal choice that they had and kind of had a sheltered childhood and last year, Jesse took me trick-or-treating for the first time ever. Ever. That was an experience. But now I needed to experience being the adult handing like out, I am yeah. and handing out the candy. And it was real. it was so fun. Like I felt like you could just feel the, I think people take it for granted because they're used to it. They've done mm-hmm. it forever. But I felt like I could feel the energy, like the happiness from the kids. To go up and they're like, and then we had full-size candy. We did. Arlinghouse Plumbing, Heating, and Air. They gave us these all of these full-size candy bars. Um, several people came up to us and like, you have the best candy yeah. in, uh, in the entire city. And the kids, when they saw that we had that full-size candy, like you could see it in their eyes. They're like, thank you so much. And the adults, remember? The adults. That was my favorite part of the night. I don't know if this is normal or not, but when I would see adults walk by, sometimes I could see it in their eyes that they were eyeing the candy bars. And I'm like, hey, you know, you can grab one too. Like mom and dad deserves candy. You're walking the kids around in the freezing cold. And the adults all pretty much did the same thing. They're like, oh no, are you sure? It's like kind of like they didn't want to yeah. do it, but they they did. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And they'd get just as excited as the kids. I'm like, oh, that's so funny. There were a couple observations I had though. First of all, shout out to the kids. It, it I noticed that every kid, even the ones that were like in their teens, all said trick or treat and thank you. Yeah, they took they did. only one candy bar. But on a different note, I had my dog Jackson with me and I was keeping him still. Like I was making sure he wasn't jumping up on everybody. But almost every kid that wanted to pet him asked me first. 
They said, is it okay if I pet your dog? Yeah. And that is, I think that is a newer thing because you really should ask that question anytime you see a dog. Yeah. Like you, because you, if you pet the wrong dog, it might not be great. No, exactly. So I know. That's great. I was very impressed by that. Yeah. Everyone was so nice. But it was good. We had a great time. We were in our Boo 105 booth. We were <laughs> rocking out with Thriller at the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, if you've not seen our story or of our pictures yesterday, you can uh, follow us on Instagram to get all that. Just look up Jesse Anna B105. This Sunday night, it's going to be a very special game at Paycor Stadium. The Bengals and the Buffalo Bills. And normally, you'd be like, oh, why is that so special? I mean, Sunday night football is cool. National TV. But it's the first time that the Bengals have played the Bills, other than the playoffs, yeah. Um, since the uh, DeMar Hamlin injury, when he, on Sunday night football as well, had that injury is so scary. And they ended up canceling Sunday night football. Do you remember that? Or yeah. was it Monday night football? I think it was Sunday night. I couldn't tell you what day it was, but yeah, they, the ambulance had to come, like take him off the field. And yeah, they canceled the game. Didn't they have to redo the game? I don't know. After that, or did it not work that way? I don't think they did. I don't know. Okay. I just remember it being very confusing. They, well, it was there was so all these discussions scary. behind the scenes on how they were going to do that. Because we didn't know if Tamar Hamlin would make it. Yeah, for and he a did. And he's playing. He's back to playing. Yeah, which is great. Um, I've been tr- my friend and I. We were looking at tickets. We were like, "Ooh, this would be the game to go to." It's a Sunday night. This would be a good. We game. haven't bought the tickets yet. We're just looking at it. We're like, okay, regardless, we're going out to watch it. Uh, on top of that, Joe Burrow has been named the AFC Player of the Week after the Bengals beat the 49ers. So we have a little momentum. Well, little momentum going into the uh, Sunday night game against the uh, Buffalo Bills. Anna, what's the max you'll spend on a ticket for the game? I wouldn't like 250? to go. Uh, oh, the maximum good. amount? Yeah. Maybe. 200. 200? Maybe. 300? Uh. <laughs> All right. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay, we have this mason jar in here. It's decorated with beads. It says truth jar. And then it's filled up with all these little pieces of paper. And on the pieces of paper, there are questions. And then Jesse and I take turns each day, like who has to answer a question? Maybe it'll reveal a story, something embarrassing. Jesse, what is a skill that no one has taught you? Is there a skill that no one's taught you? A number of them. Um, Like my dad is so good with everything. Like my dad is like a handyman and he did his own roof and he built his own deck. So there's like a lot of like construction and home improvement type of things that I wish I knew. He didn't teach you any of that? No. Okay. He didn't. I mean, he would have if I asked, but I was already in radio at like age 16. So he's just like, well, he's on to do his own career. Yeah, I don't want to get my hands dirty. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, The skill that... I was not taught until a couple of years ago was how to take a fish off a hook. Yeah. And I don't do, obviously with snakes, I don't do well. Um, Mice, Mm. rat, anything like that, anything that moves real quick, I don't like. But I love fishing. And no one- You do? I love fishing. I I didn't know that. Love, love it. Like, it's relaxing to me. Sometimes when I go back home to Iowa, my parents have a pond. I'll go out there by myself. I will put a worm on a hook by myself. What? And I don't, you know, yeah, oh yeah, I'm good with all of that. But if I catch a fish, it's like either I have to man up and do it or, you know, if somebody's with me, if my sister's with me, she has to take the fish off the hook. Your I'm like, Jamie, can you do that? Yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. I didn't know. I thought you hated fishing in general. I love fishing. I love sitting there. It's like you're waiting on the, like the nibbles on the end of the line. It's a game. Like, can you catch a fish or not? Because it's a skill. Sure. I, I, 
I'm like so torn right now. I don't know if you can go around saying that you love fishing love because fishing. you love part of it. You don't actually. I don't like. That's a whole part of it. It's taking the fish off the hook. That's like That's one of the, the biggest part, parts of fishing. That is the part of fishing I don't like. I love the act. No, no, no. Fishing in itself is a very therapeutic thing. For people that haven't done it a lot. Sure, you're just they'll standing They'll be like, there. this is so, no, or sitting. Or people are like, it's like so boring. I'm like, it's peaceful. You can sit there. You're waiting. Sometimes you have multiple lines in the water. Here, let me play the clip of when I tried to take a fish off a hook. Ugh. Here you go. <laughs> that's like eight years old. There's that clip, nothing relaxing about it. For no, you. that's not relaxing. It's everything leading up to that. So yeah, growing up, we'd go fishing, and if I caught a fish, my mom or my dad just would just grab the fit. They'd just take it off the hook. Nobody ever made me do it, and I kind of wish they would have, because okay. I saw a video of my niece last week, who's three oh, or two. No. And literally my sister's holding a fish and my niece walks up and kisses it on the lips. Oh, and I'm no. like, whoa. Wait. Like not a fear in the world. The next time you go to Iowa, you're going to have to ask your three-year-old niece, like, will you take this off the hook? I, I remember a couple years ago, I was dating a girl and I went down with her to see her family in Florida and uh, we were fishing off a oh, dock no. and I caught a fish and she told me, she goes, you know, if you catch a fish, you're going to have to take that off the hook in front of my mom. And I did, but I did it so slowly. And I was I was like, be brave, Jesse, be brave. <laughs> Giving yourself a pep talk. I know. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah. So. That's I would not recommend fishing in front of uh your girlfriend's like a future girlfriend's dad. <laughs> I would agree. That'd be a bad choice. The people uh, over in Europe are gonna have the opportunity to pay around thirteen dollars a month, Anna. Mm. to not see any mm -hmm. ads from Instagram or on, when they're on Instagram or Facebook. And it's because they had to change the rules over there to comply with these new regulations. So if you pay 13 bucks over in Europe, you know how like when you're on Instagram and you're scrolling or on Facebook, there's ads everywhere. Yeah. They'd be gone. All you're going to see is content that people... That other than the the okay. you know the sponsored stuff. Uh, am I crazy? The ads on social media really actually don't bother me. Because I, they oh, don't they love hearing that. They don't trap you in. If you see an, and do you see what I'm saying with this? If you see an ad on social media, I can just scroll right past it. Correct. Oh, I thought there was more to that. Sentence. No, that's it. I, um, I there's no. It doesn't stop me where I, like, like YouTube or something. So that's a good example. If you and, watch a video, and people legit pay money to not see the YouTube ads. And I, and I don't know how much YouTube. Um, premium or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't, neither of us pay for it, no. but I've had several coworkers. I was like, let me show you this video on YouTube real quick. And the ad plays and several of them have said to me like, you don't pay for YouTube premium. Who's out here paying for that? Our coworkers? Oh, we, down really? the hall. What? Yeah, got a, there's an afternoon show on right now down the hall that I know. Who is it? Pay for. Several It's at least Roy and Freddie. I think Freddie. They pay for YouTube premium? It's so they don't have to see the. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house 
to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Commercials. Whoa. Which I would I'm never. jealous in a sense because I'm serious? like, well, yeah. So sometimes I'll put on like a YouTube channel at night when I'm like going to bed. It'll be, I'll put on like, I don't know. I like really... A geeky stuff. It's so okay. it'd be what? like a TED talk or something like okay. that. And it might go three or four minutes and then an ad plays. But if I'm laying there falling asleep, I, I'm not going to hit skip ad. So I have to listen to the whole commercial. And oh I'm like, oh, gosh. it would be kind of nice to be able to to not have that there in the first place. So, I, but not enough for me to pay for it, though. Yeah, I'm not paying for any of that. I mean, I even have a, I pay for a Hulu subscription and I pay for the cheapest one possible. With there the are commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's my thought process is the commercials on Hulu or YouTube or whatever are so short compared to when I was a kid and my parents had cable TV Yeah, and commercial breaks were what felt like five, six minutes, right? I don't know who's, I'm using someone's login for something. I don't remember which one it is. Of course. But there are commercials, and the, some of them are like three or four minute commercial breaks, but it'll say like, you know, uh, six of, you know, five of six, four of six, three, like yeah. it'll it'll count down. I, I use that time though to like get up, go to the bathroom. It's like the old days with yeah, TV commercials. Yeah, it really doesn't bother me that bad. It's All nice right. to have a little break, and I'm on phone the whole time anyways when i'm watching tv i'm not sitting there on my no let's just be honest you're not even watching tv anyway you're just googling for tv stuff that's what you do <laughs> and it's like i watched the, the series and it's like i watched the golden bachelor tonight i'm like oh yeah what did it look like well i don't know i just googled it the whole night i know Can i can't i don't have the focus to watch a tv mm. series these days oh. i got a text message from my mom i want to say it was over a month ago and she's like what are you bringing for thanksgiving as your side dish i'm like mom Thanksgiving's like three months away. I don't know. Can I think about it? She's like, well, I just like to plan. I'm like, okay, I made mac and cheese last year. Can I do that? Yeah. She's like, how about mashed potatoes? We need mashed potatoes. I was like, I I really don't want to make mashed potatoes. I think it might be the peeling of the potatoes that is just turning me off. I don't want to do it. And I told my mom that I was like, that sounds like something I don't want to do. And she said, it's the easiest side dish. No mac and cheese. Why, why, Why is mac and cheese not a good option? She needs, I guess if someone else is making that, I don't, she needs the mashed potatoes. So she asked me what I want to bring, and then I told her, and then she said, no, you're going to bring this instead. That's what moms do. It's fine. But I'm thinking back to several years ago when I was responsible for the mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. And I cheated and lied, and I brought Bob Evans microwavable, put them in my crock pot, and acted like I made them. And they were devoured. I mean, people loved them, obviously. I added extra butter. It was great. They looked, they were so good. Fresh from the farm. Um, Fresh from the farm. So anyways, my mom, I think, knows that that's something I might do. Uh And so then she followed it up with, you can make the mashed potatoes at my house Thanksgiving day. So do you have to do that? She's almost like cat trying to make sure that I, I really make them. No, I just say I work better alone. I have a whole process. Like, I listen to music. <laughs> listen, mom, I work better alone. I do that's work actually, better alone. That's not a bad one. My mom would probably. I like to take my time and it gets a little crowded in there. I would just, if it's cool, hey. I'll just bring them over and go get you some of those Bob <laughs> Some Evans. of the Bob Dump them in. Dump them in. Put, put some fresh garnishes on top. <laughs> yeah.
Yeah, some parsley. The parsley, a maybe parsley just a tiny bit of shredded cheese, a little something for yourself. Because <laughs> you love your shredded cheese. I love cheese. Can we talk um, about side dishes, know. though? Um, what? <laughs> no. They're, um, so I, uh, this, this whole thing you're describing about, you know, being asked to bring dishes. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, never have I been asked. It is not a thing in our family in Iowa to bring um, side dishes. Every, my mom and my sister, God love them, they do it all. They will. My mom will show up, get up at like four in the morning, and she just gets to cook and cook and cook. But she never asked me. This is blowing my mind. Do you? So, okay, you said that your sister does cook with your mom. Correct. What do we think? This? Do you see where I'm going with this? I don't want to say it, but is it because you and your brothers are men? Is that what this is? I don't want to accuse anybody, um, but I'm just saying. Okay, well, all right. Well, let's. Put, I'm going to put the think? Get Real hat on. Here we go. Okay. Get Real hat. Okay. So um, maybe a little <gasps> bit. There yep. was a little. Yep. So so my my mom's dad was in the military. So this her, her house, my mom growing up, is a very structured house. I think there were roles, male, female roles. I'm guessing sure, is how this and, was, right? Yeah, that's fine. So like growing up as kids, my brother, Joey, and I, we never did the laundry. We never did. And my sister did do the laundry. And she would get real mad at my mom. And my mom's like, you do a better job than they would ever do. So Whoa. so it's kind of, now we would help with dishes and stuff. But okay. no, there was definitely a little bit of a difference there. And oh. so, yeah, my mom and sister do a lot. They don't even ask us to wash dishes. Now, what? I'll hop in. I will hop in at the end and help yeah. clean and a couple of things. But, and then at my dad's house, I don't do anything. Like my stepmom <laughs> nice. and like her sisters and yeah, but they've never asked either. Sure. They definitely don't ask to bring for me to bring anything. I don't, gosh, no, I don't know what that's like. But when you say the dishes, I'm, I'm thinking back and I'm like, you know what? It usually is my mom, my older sister, and then me. And that we're the ones that do the cleaning, putting the food away and doing the dishes. Wow. And I'm thinking, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if the guys ever even offer to help or we just don't ask or what. I'm like, why is this? Our, I'll cook. I love cooking. I don't want to clean. So, okay. So <laughs> this was, a, this was going to be a real question. So you're not using that time to clean up and pack stuff up as like socializing time. Like you're not doing it like, oh, well, it's just you and the ladies catching up. Well, I'd be lying okay. if I didn't say that sometimes I oh don't help clean as much because I'm busy chatting. And my mom and sister, have called, they know what I'm doing. Sometimes do, I just you, get on a tangent. You and love to get talking. Before you, you know it, I haven't done is, any cleaning. Your mom's one of the one people that has to sit and listen to you blabber. <laughs> but you know what? My, my older sister, she's very quiet too, like my mom. And they've told me before, they're like, you know, you come in here and you chat and you don't help clean as much, but you do keep us occupied. They're like you've got a lot to say, and it passes the time while we clean. It's like I'm a, wow. it's like I'm a live podcast or something. That's why you I'm try to like, pull that on me. And it tries to keep me occupied. I'm like, eh, I'm good. Try to distract. <laughs> no, I was like, no, 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 no. I need ten minutes of silence. Actually, oh, it's terrible. Uh, several people have called since we talked about this. I think they have suggestions for you. Hello. Okay. Hello. Tell Anna to go to GFS. They have already made mashed potatoes, and nobody will know the difference. A girl. <laughs> Why are you supporting me and my bad decisions? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm looking for the easy way out. Yeah, who cares? Like this whole homemade drama, it's ridiculous. Just don't say it's homemade. Just bring it. Like, I'll just here say, you go. yes, I put it together. Look, That's I'm not right. a lie. Yeah. I you put go. it together. There you go. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, thank you for calling. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Have we'll a good see one. You. you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Hello, B105. What's going on? 
Hey, tell Anna she can make real mashed potatoes. They're in the frozen aisle section. All she has to do is microwave them, add a little milk and butter, and it's real mashed potatoes. Whoa. Oh, okay. This is sounding like They're by Or Ida. This is sounding like the Jesse Tack approach to cooking food. (laughs) Microwave. Steam it. They're good. Jesse, Jesse loves a good steamer there's, pack. There's, there's nothing I wouldn't steam. <laughs> I, <laughs> all right. Okay, all right. Good idea. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. So Ashley from the Big Dave Show uh, has been collecting donations in honor of her late dog, Jack, who just passed away a couple of weeks ago. And the Big Dave Show has been doing something called Give Back for Jack. And I love dogs. I have a dog named Jackson, and I I can't imagine him not being in my life right now. So I encourage everyone to go to B105.com and make a donation. And all the money goes to the Campbell County Animal Shelter. That's where Jack came from. Ashley is on the phone. You guys have already raised a decent amount of money. But are we going to take this to another level, Ashley? Hey, yeah, I appreciate you talking about this. And I'm really thankful for everybody that's donated. Uh, losing a pet is like losing a family member. My goodness. So I'm just really grateful for everybody that's chipped in. And I was trying to think like, you know, how can we sweeten the pot a little bit here? And now you guys know of the hottest shows, the biggest concerts coming in 2024. What? Who? What? VOA? VOA, right? Yeah. yeah. Sorry, we were we were stunned at what you were saying, and none, neither of us had a response. I know. I'm like, wait, so where is this going? I'm like, VOA, we're all going to be there. Everybody's trying to win tickets. I know we have uh, three-day passes, which is huge. So tomorrow on the Big Dave Show, between 6 and 10, if you make a donation of a minimum of $20, okay, you guys following me? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're going to be put in a running to win a pair of three-day passes. Dang. Wow. All right. That is... All right. Uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't stop there. Oh. Okay? Oh, okay. We're not going to pick one winner. We're not just going to pick two winners. Oh. We're going to choose three winners, y'all. Whoa. Wow. Yes. All right. So if you can turn a $20 donation into a pair of weekend passes... This that is a great return on investment. Exactly, <laughs> and you're helping a good cause at the same time. You're well, helping a good cause, and Jesse's over here. What a great return on investment! Yeah, it's okay. true. <laughs> it's true. Sometimes people need a little push. A little push. And I mean, here's your push. You are helping an animal shelter that can desperately use your money, and in the meantime, you might win passes to the biggest musical event. <laughs> Of 2024 in Cincinnati. How about that? Exactly. Seeing Jason Aldean, Keith Urban. Yeah. yeah. He's playing Sunday. I'm sure yeah. it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Okay, Ashley, I love this because I, I saw you posting on social media earlier and you were like, I'll pick up I'll pick up your dog's poop and everything if you donate. Is that not happening? Well, I mean, I'll still do that. But you know what? Let's just go this route instead and try to get you some three-day passes to VOA. People yeah. are all like, I'll take care of my backyard if yeah. I can win those passes. Yeah, I can help out the Campbell County Animal Shelter and get an amazing return on investment. 20 bucks <laughs> turned into three-day, yeah. a pair of uh, VOA right. passes. Anna doesn't like my uh, comparison there. It's but fine. It's funny. Fine. Yep, yep, it'll be kicking off uh, tomorrow on our show. So that's awesome. we're looking forward to it. Oh, that's great. All right, it's Give Back for Jack. Helping out the Big Dave Show along with the Campbell County Animal Shelter. This is in honor of Ashley's late dog, Jack. You can read 
read more about Jack's story and see a really cute picture of old Jack. That is on our website at B105.com. All right, Ashley, I hope you guys raise a ton of money tomorrow morning. Thanks so much, guys. I realized today that I am the kind of friend people call when they don't want something sugar-coated, mm-hmm. when they just want you to tell it to them straight. Just, just give me the honest truth. My little sister called me earlier this morning and she needed advice. It was just something about work. She was like, Anna, the reason that I called you is because I knew that you'll be brutally honest with me. You'll just give it to me how I need to hear it. And I was like, okay, so you don't want me to be, you won't, don't want me to be nice right now. You want me to tell you exactly what I think. And she was like, yes, mm. I, I, I'm afraid, but I know that I need to hear it right now. So will you give it to me? And then she told me what was going on, and I laid down the law. Oh. I'm like, oh, dang. But after the phone call, I'm like, dang, am I the kind of friend that people call when they don't want to be comforted? <laughs> you here's know? the thing. Like, here, you were telling me that story off the air a little bit ago. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, I feel like I get an opposite side of you sometimes. Like, you do give me, if I ask directly oh, your opinion. interesting. If I ask you directly an opinion, just like your sister did, you will give me your opinion, but um, not always. Um, there have been times, like in the moment, uh, you will um, you will give me your opinion, and it's a very nice. I don't want to say sugar coated, okay. but then um, give, do you have an example? Gosh, I wish we did. Like somebody I dated, oh. and you're nice, okay. and I appreciate that. I do, you- do appreciate. Hmm. But then when I wasn't dating that person. You're a little more straightforward. And I'm like, whoa, oh. All right. And I could tell it was a thought that you had already thought, but mm-hmm. you hadn't given it to me before. But I think the reason is I didn't ask you for your hardcore opinion. I did ask, but I think you knew where to draw the line. Is that right? That is part of the reason. The other part of the reason is I want information from you. And I know that if I'm too harsh, you you are a quiet person. You will not give me information if I'm too harsh. That is true. With certain subjects, like people that you're dating, I know you're very private and sensitive about that. So, because I know that about you, when you give me give me the scoop, I'm like, oh, I know this is special. He's telling me something that he's not told a lot of people. So I I have to be gentle. (laughs) Otherwise, uh, you won't tell me. Otherwise, you'll turn into my brother Joey, who um, (laughs) I don't give a ton of information to because he is brutally honest. He's brutally honest. And, um, oh, this is... No, I wish I didn't tell you. Now you're not going to tell me. What's the word I'm thinking of right now? Hmm. Manipulative. It is. It is very manipulative. I would do the exact same thing. But yeah, you want the juice because I don't. For you, those of Anna and I share yes. so much with each other. Every like there's everything. a lot of things, but there are things I don't tell her. Yes, specifically with with I was in a relationship for a while. Yeah, and um, I just didn't share for a number of different reasons. But there was I didn't share every detail. Obviously, there's some details I would never share. Some very personal things, but. Other than that, I wasn't like running my mouth on everything. So no. every now and then I would say something and her eyes would light up and she was all ears. <laughs> I would actually listen and not talk. Um, she wouldn't interrupt me. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, so, uh, Jesse's very private about that. And it's like a gold mine if you get him going. It's like, oh my gosh. You I'm know more. The- I will tell you this. You are one of, um, I would say, two people, maybe three, that know the most about me in this building. There's a handful of people that are get a lot of information from me. Yeah. And I when I say a lot, I mean a lot from me. Because Jesse doesn't generally sh- just give out information no. to people about himself. Usually, even when you talk about your love life, I kind of have to 
dig a little bit like, okay, how did it go? Yeah, 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 yeah. And? Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes I'll ask a question and Jesse's face will turn red and he's like, oh, well, you, I'm not saying that. Like, okay, <laughs> fine. Sorry. I don't know why I am that way, but I'm glad. I'd well, rather okay. be like that than the other way around. What, like me? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't fine. say that. <laughs> but I thought it. <laughs> Jesse, I know that you and I have somewhat opposing opinions on whether or not it's a good idea to share your salary with other people. Yeah. And I saw this Forbes, they looked into it and they found that millennials are the most likely to be okay with sharing their salary with other people. So you and I both technically fall into that are category. millennials, yes. And they say that we're the group that's most likely to be like, yeah, sure, I'll tell you what I make. Um, but then we're also most likely to lie about what we make. So we might be slightly exaggerating. I've never understood that. Can I be honest? I've never understood why somebody would, if you're going to share it, Share it. Unless you're going to, I mean, if you're trying to impress, yeah, lying, why, why? I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't lie about it. Um, so my opinion is that I think it's great. You, maybe I, maybe you don't want to blast it everywhere all the time, but I think it's great to discuss salaries and what you make with friends, even coworkers sometimes, because I think it's a good way to find out, like, are you going to, is someone getting underpaid? Um, are, are you where you're supposed to be? Mm. Is there something you should strive for? Like, I don't really like the the idea that it's this big secret that I'm that I or others aren't allowed to share what we make. Like it's it's my business. If I'd like to share it, I think I should. Um, but you don't think it's a good idea, right? I think there's complex. Well, it depends what business you're in. Like in radio, there's a number of factors that go into things. First of all, I've been here longer than you. But what if I told you that I make four times as much as you? Yeah. No, I agree. Right? It's the same. Yeah. It's and, a thing. Uh, it would hurt. Would, you would be like. You would have a hard time getting that off your brain. Yeah. So what is the point of me telling you uh, that type of information? Um, there are people in my life that know how much I make, but it is a very, very, there's nobody other than my employers. There's nobody in this building, no coworkers that know how much yeah. money I make. Uh, my twin brother and two like really good friends. And the friends know for good reason. One is in radio and has an idea how this works. And the other one works in corporate finance and, and understands how contract negotiations work. So okay. it's like I utilize these friends, but for the most part, I don't even know if my parents know how much I make. Are you serious? Oh my gosh, my parents are the fir like the first people really? that I call like, hey, here's what I'm going to make. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I I don't really have a gauge, especially in our industry in radio. It's so random. Having said this, I love it when people tell me how much they make. Well, and you and I made a, we made a, an agreement, I think in the very beginning, like let's not discuss that together no. because we're partners and we don't want any jealousy to arise. Or <laughs> you know anything. what would suck though? It, I'm glad we had that conversation because I could see Anna just, just bleep, like would just fall out of her mouth telling me and I'm like, <laughs> Well, that thanks for telling me. I'm not going to tell you how much I make. <laughs> I know, like, Wait I'd a be, second. I'd be so angry. I'd be like, you shouldn't have done that. Like, I'm no. not going to tell you. I mean, I actually had an experience at a previous job where there were two of us working together and we shared what we made. And I found out the, the other person was making not a lot, but uh, enough more yeah. than I was. And I felt like we did the same job and it was, it was hard. There was jealousy moving forward. Like it was so... I get it. But. I have an idea. All right. Okay. I, I, I did this one time many, many years ago, and this was so much fun. Okay. Uh, I'm not only going to challenge millennials. I want to see if people will call up and share their salary. Oh. And he, but here's oh. the thing. You don't have to say who you are. You don't have to say okay. your name. You don't have to give any identifying details other than what your salary is and what kind of work you do. 
We can even change your voice if we have to. Yeah, like on okay. Dateline, when they pitch the voice down to keep you anonymous. Uh, I make blah, blah, blah. Okay, all I right. I make $34,000. Okay, yeah, let's do that. Share let's, your salary. Yeah. I, You know what? I'd like to see these lines ring up, light up because I, like, again, I'm not going to share mine, but I will listen to other people's all day. Watch. I know. Then we can kind of gauge, like, hmm, are we go. in a good place? What if somebody comes up, like, yeah. I'm a radio DJ, and, I <laughs> yeah. make, and it's like, ooh, tell me more. Tell me more. I make a million dollars a year. I'd be like, <laughs> no! Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. <laughs> we got some calls. Check these out. I'm in manufacturing, and uh, with the overtime, I bring about $86,000 a year. Good for you. Okay. That's good for yeah. you. All right. We appreciate your call, bud. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay. You too. Hi, B105. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? 94000 account management. That's pretty good. Mm, already. Pretty good. Do you get paid vacation? Paid Two weeks paid vacation yes. and uh, commissions. Mm, account management, here we come. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Really knocking on that, uh, <laughs> uh, what is that called? Six digits? I don't know. What's that oh, called? Oh, uh, yeah. Six figures. Uh, six figures. <laughs> <laughs> we're both sorry. We're both poor in here. Well, we're not making that, um, as you know. Okay, thank you. I'm in, I'm, thank you. Hi, B one hundred and five. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? Seventy two five, and I am a telecommunications technician. Okay. Like, oh. Inside, outside, climbing poles. You know. Okay, gotcha. All right. Oh. Hey, thank, thank you. Very interesting. Thanks, bud. Thank you. Hi, B one hundred and five. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? I am utility worker, and I make around sixty-seven thousand a year. Okay, not bad. How nice. long have you been working there? Uh, about a year. So That's I'll be good. having a raise soon. Awesome. Thanks nice. for sharing, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, see you. Hello, B one hundred and five. What is your salary, and what line of work are you in? Hi, um, I am a certified pharmacy technician. I have eight years' experience, and my yearly salary is thirty-four thousand five hundred and sixty dollars. Okay. Well, thank you thank for sharing you. that. We appreciate it. You're welcome. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? Hello. I am a compliance analyst at a financial institution, and I make 41600 a year. Okay. Thank you very much All for right, sharing. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Hi there. It's B105. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? First off, I'm not a millennial. And I bring home $78,000 a year, and I am an office assistant coordinator. Hmm. Good for you. Okay, that's great. Thanks Thank you. Thanks for sharing. We appreciate it. All right. All have right. a great Take evening. Take care. You too. Hey, B105, what is your salary, and what line of work are you in? I am a firefighter EMT, and I make 53000 a year. Oh, uh, it probably should be more than that, I would guess. Yeah. I would. You know what? Uh, yeah, doing, it should be. You, you you do a lot of great. Well, we're just going to say thank you for what you do. Hopefully, you'll get a big raise one of these days. I hope so, too. Thank you. Thanks, bud. <laughs> thank Appreciate you. It. Take care. Hi, it's B105. What's your salary and what line of work are you in? I'm a dental assistant, and I make about 31000 a year. All right. All right. We appreciate you thank sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. See ya. Hi, B105. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? Hi, uh, Director of Nursing, 125. Get it, girl. Nice. All right. All right. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Thanks. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. Hi, it's B105. What is your salary and what line of work are you in? I make $80,000 and I catch shoplifters. Oh, that's fun. Whoa. That's different. Catching shoplifters. So you watch them on cameras or you stand at the door and you chase them down? 
I watch him on cameras and on the floor. Wow. Oh, wow. He he's he this man is the eye in the sky. Exciting. All right. All right. Thank you, bud. Thank you. Hey, thanks. This is a very been a very interesting social experiment today, and I can tell you that our phone lines have not stopped ringing. They're still uh, they're still ringing. Everybody they're wants to tell us how much money they make. Well, it's very interesting, um, and I would imagine that people who might have similar jobs as the ones that have been shared are sitting there like, "Oh, okay, here's where I'm at. Here's where that. Like, it's just interesting. Look at us being a resource for people. Well, it's a public service. <laughs> You're <Maybe>. welcome. No, <laughs> just kidding. I'm just. Anna's like, I'm still waiting on a radio DJ to call. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know so badly. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. My emotion, my feeling this evening is uh, I feel like I'm I'm needed. I, I feel like people need me in their life like my little sister. Really? She called me. Yeah. She I, even if it's for reasons that I, you know, uh, my little sister called me earlier today and she's like, Anna, the reason that I called you is because I need advice and I knew that you would not be nice about it. You'd give it to me straight. No sugarcoating. And I was like, ooh, that's like a compliment, but makes me feel weird. Like I should be nicer. But you know what? I like this. And uh, she just laid it on me. She had stuff about work that she wanted advice on. And I gave it to her and she was like, thank you so much. Sometimes it's just nice to have someone that I know will be brutally honest with me. You know, as Hunter Hayes once said, she wants to make you feel wanted. I want to make, make you, you feel, feel wanted. wanted. Oof, that was rough. Yeah, um, yeah but it just, it felt, it felt kind of good because I was like, <sighs> oh, my little sister knows that if she needs someone to be honest with her, she can call me and I will do that for her. You know her. what? If somebody were to give me the compliment of like, I know you're always going to give it to me straight, uh, well, I already said that to me is a compliment. I think it is. I love knowing that somebody thinks I will be direct and I, honest. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not walking around just being direct for the point of being direct all the time. Especially, especially if it's going to hurt somebody's feelings. I don't do yeah, that. Like I don't like your haircut. Like whoa. Hold but on. if you ask me, I will just say, be careful what you ask for. Because if you want, you're on, I will give you. And then if you get upset, I'll be like, that's your fault. You asked me for my opinion. Sometimes what I've started doing is asking my friends before I'm like, what do you want me to give you here? You want yeah, me to be brutally good. honest or you want me to be nice to you? Because yeah. I can do both. What version of Anna you gotta, would you like? You tell me what you want. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll go for the honesty route. Uh, my emotion for tonight is uh, I'm, I'm curious to see. I'm going to have a little experiment at my house tonight. Oh. And I'm curious to see if it'll work or not. Okay. Um, I've known for a long time that looking at your phone close to bedtime is not great for sleep. Um, I tend to avoid that. In fact, I'm uh, scrolling right there on TikTok uh, right up to about the point I put the phone down um, every night. And I feel like I sleep okay, but I've been waking up lately a little groggy. Yeah. Uh, even after like seven, eight hours of sleep, I think. So tonight, please wish me luck. Uh-oh. One hour before bedtime. Ooh. I'm not going to look at my phone. I might glance at it real quick before bed for an alarm or set the alarm, but I'm not going to use my phone. I am going to, going to watch TV. I don't know if that... Okay. So is that different? Still, I don't is know. That they're the both blue light. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to... I'm not, not right, going to sit and read a book. Start, <laughs> that's what I was going to recommend. You know what? You know what? No. Stick to it. The phone is a good place to start. Why don't you start with your phone? Once that becomes a habit, then you can do the... Okay. You can add the TV in and start with a book or, in your case, an audio book because we know you don't really read. You just listen. So anyways... Well, I can um, read. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes okay. I just like something to being read to me. So maybe... So this is a good start. Okay. And I right. believe in you. You can do it. Thank you. Oh, thank you I'm very much. I'm proud of you. I'm not going to do that. No? But good luck to you. You're going to go just start calling friends. You're like, want my advice? <laughs> yeah.
Which advice do you want? Yeah. All right. Have a great night. We will talk to you tomorrow afternoon. See ya. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.